Listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey there, Rockstar SLPs. This is Felice Clark, the Dabbling Speechy, and I am the host of the Real Talk SLP podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing my very best techie hacks for creating materials with Google Slides to increase engagement in your therapy sessions and also just make things more organized for you for your students and for your therapy lesson. You might be thinking, thank goodness Felice is going to be sharing some techie hacks. Um, The song of the week is help. I need somebody help, not just anybody. Yeah. If you've been thinking about, I need some techie help. Well, Felice is going to come through with you. Um, And anytime I need help, I always think about the song Help from the Beatles. And you are in good hands if you are listening to this episode and want to make your Google Slides have a little more pizzazz to keep your students engaged. Here are my best tips, okay? Some of the coolest things about Google Slides is that you can add giphies to your slides. Okay, so you're going to want to open up a Google slide and you can add in a visual sentence strip. You can add in, you know, you can create whatever you want on them, but you're going to go to giphy.com. That is G-I-P-H-Y.com. And you can search literally anything. I have one student who really loves balloons. So I went to giphy.com typed in balloons and a bunch of different moving gifts will come up. And I'm just going to tell you guys a little caveat. Do not go to giphy.com while you're doing a therapy session with your screen shared because <laughs> there is some not so, you know, good things that pop up on Giphy. It's definitely a, you know, adult site. So you're going to have to manually go through and find the gifts that would be school appropriate for your students. So I type in balloon, a bunch of things come up. I'm going to click on the GIF that I want to insert in the Google slide. And when you're, when you look to the right, you'll see favorite copy link media or embed. And I'm going to click copy link. When I click copy link, it's going to have Um, a short link, a GIF link, and an HTML5 video link. I am going to select the GIF link and I'm going to copy that. I am then going to go back to my Google slide and I'm going to click insert. Then I'm going to click image and I'm going to scroll down till I see by URL. So you are going to insert the Giphy with a URL. You are then going to paste the URL of the GIF that you want to insert in your Google slide and click insert. And then what you will have is this beautiful photograph that is animated and feels like it's a video. So your students are going to be super excited to see like 
what's happening. And there is a lot of funny things that happen on gifts. Like for example, I had a student who's working um, on reducing cluster reduction. And so I looked for the word spill and there's just a fun, there's some funny images of like a girl spilling her popcorn. Well, that's pretty engaging to see rather than just a task card that shows a cup spilling milk, right? So you can embed those all throughout your Google slide and maybe you've created a sentence strip that says, I see, you know, blank. Um, you can then duplicate that slide and just insert the Giphy that you want to have there. Um, and that has been, I mean, my gifts, the gifts is, it's a game changer. Let me just tell you, if you are more of a visual person, you can go to my YouTube channel and look for the video. I'll put it in the show notes, but you can look for how to use Google slides for therapy. And I believe at about minute seven thirty-five, and I visually show you how to add a GIF to your Google slide. So that is my first hack. Um, what's cool about Giphy's too is if your students have a very specific interest, they might have some stuff for their favorite YouTube. I know I have some students that like Coco Melon. I'm trying to think about what the kids like because I am drawing a blank. But anything that your kids may really, really like, like your high interest kids, like Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse will show up. So you can find gifts with Mickey Mouse and it can just increase engagement. Um, the other cool thing about Google Slides is that this is your other hack. If you have a bunch of YouTube videos that you like to use for therapy, you can organize them on a Google Slide. So I've made um, Google Slide templates where it's like winter YouTube videos, winter song videos, winter book read-alouds. And you can, I'll put the link where you can go to that blog post for all my favorite winter YouTube videos, and you can download the free Google slide so you can actually see how it's set up. But you can organize all your Google or all your YouTube videos that you want to use in therapy so you can easily access them. So what you're going to do for that is you're going to go, go to YouTube, find your video, copy the link, then you're going to go back to your Google slide and you're going to click insert. You're going to go down to video and you can actually just search YouTube um, on when you click insert, but you can also click the buy URL button and insert the URL of the video that you want to use. The other cool thing about Google slides is that you can also upload videos of yourself or of something that you've recorded in your Google Drive and insert it into a Google slide. So I have done that for parents when I have an activity for them and I've put it on one Google slide like this is what you're going to do. And then the next slide has a video of me modeling that skill. And so you can keep the whole activity for the parent in one Google slide, act, you know, one Google slide so they're not having to click a bunch of different things. Once you've added the YouTube video, it will pop up on your screen. And this is the cool techie hack. So recently I created, I love the Elf movie. And as long as my students and families are okay with using that movie during the holidays, I have some of the funny clips that I like. And I've 
and I've made it so that they don't have to watch the whole two minute video clip. I have it so that it starts and stops where I want it to go. So in, in this particular case, I wanted the students to work on creating sentences with past tense verbs. So once I included the video, the YouTube video, you can right click that video and it has format options. I'm going to go pull it up right now so I can see it while I'm walking you through this because I know that hearing it, it's sometimes easier to see it. So once the video is inserted, you are going to right click on the video with your mouse and click format options. Then you have um, these options for video playback, size and rotation, position, etc. So you're going to want to click video playback and it will drop down and show you a start time and an end time. So when I was doing Buddy the Elf, I wanted the kids to see Buddy jumping across the street. Well, in this two-minute video of Buddy, it's like a compilation of all the, the funny things Buddy was doing. So I just zeroed in on that 10-second clip. So I started the video at seven seconds, and then I ended it at 15. So when I open up the video and press play, the kids get to see the clip and then it automatically stops for me. So this can be a really cool hack if you're wanting to use a YouTube read aloud, but you don't want to have the whole introduction from the person reading the book, and you want to start right where they're reading the story, you can start at minute one. And you can stop it at three minutes before they do all their credit stuff. And this can help keep engagement for students because it's already creating a, a a communication pause for them. They know that something's coming next and they get to see the video, but you're not fumbling through when to pause it. It's already doing it for you. And then you can do the skill that you want them to do and then move on to the next clip. So you could still use video clips, but feel like you've organized that process a little bit more so that you're not fumbling through everything, right? So those are my best my best hacks for making your materials more engaging. Um, I'm going to tell you about a Chrome extension that you can use with your Google Slides to create videos for your parents and students. So Screencastify is a Google Chrome extension that allows you to record your screen and it can record your face too. So you can use those same Google slides that you've created for your students and create a language or a speech lesson for them while you're navigating the slides. Now, some other, you can also use Loom. You can use Screencast-O-Matic, and you can also use Screencastify to do this as well. So if you can repurpose those Google Slides to maybe create an asynchronous lesson for your students, by all means, do it. <laughs> There's no need to reinvent the wheel. Or maybe you've purchased a Google Slide activity from you know, someone on Teachers Pay Teachers you can use that Google slide and record yourself using that material to model or create a language lesson for your child, for the child to watch at home with their parent. So 
using Screencastify. So those are my three best techie hacks. I hope they were helpful. Please message me on Instagram or you can email me if you have more questions or need some clarification. If you are enjoying the Real Talk SLP podcast, I would highly encourage you to leave me some feedback on rating the podcast because it really helps me to know what you're liking and what you'd hope to see in the future. And until next time, SLPs, I will see you later. As always, be the SLP that every kid wants to see and stay inspired, Rockstar SLPs. You got this. Take care. Ha <laughs> ha